Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 175. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. We're here each and every week to talk Apple. Yes. Whether that be Lion, Snow Leopard, maybe you got an old Mac Mini with one gigabyte of RAM that's stuck in the Tiger days. (laughs) (laughs) Or Puma or Cheetah or... Those were were pre-Cliff joined over to the Mac cult. That's true. Or um, what was it? What was the first cat they used? Uh, Not Leopard. Um... Jag Jaguar. Jaguar. Anyway, folks, we here we are here to talk Mac, Apple, iOS, Apple TV, anything else that we fancy because we are geeks who love good technology. Heck yes, we do. And Chris, can I just confess to you what I have been doing for the last three days? Uh is it something where I'm gonna say I told you so? No. Okay, go ahead. Let me All know. Right. It is, I've spent the last three days installing four brand new computer systems in my mom and dad's insurance agency. Are they Macs or are they Windows machines? They are not Macs. <sighs> bum, 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 bum. I they probably know. have to use some kind of special insurance software, don't they? Yeah, a lot of it actually. Um, they're, all the insurance companies all have web-based internet ratings, so you have to sign into their websites and everything's oh, run and through. IE. Yeah, it's all IE, ActiveX, all this other jazz. <sighs> That's a shame. Yep, and not only that, but they also have a remote desktop connection to their agency management software, which is no big deal. We can remote desktop in via Mac. But, yeah. but to be able to print using the um, the special printer drivers that they have so that the you know laser forms will print correctly locally you have to have a the windows drivers so yeah it's mm, painful it's it, like a, i'm sure her pains you just as much it i cannot even begin to express to you the pain that is involved in setting up a windows machine because it you it, forget it, about it don't I you i forgot how much it stunk yeah, because here's the day. And he, well, so we go into Best Buy and uh, I ended up buying um, five, or four $599 machines. They're all in one gateway systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, any anything's better than what they have now, which is basically, you know, they have four um, uh, seven year old Windows XP machines that are literally I mean, we're talking three minute boot time. we're talking you know uh, you know the normal time that it takes to boot a mac is how long it takes to open internet explorer (laughs) so so (laughs) i mean it it really doesn't take a lot to get better than what they had and you know and of course they don't need big and beefy machines because honestly the only thing they do there are three things they do they remote desktop into their agency management software, which basically everything else is done off of, you know, their connection to those servers, uh, just via a a window into the computer soul. Um, And then, of course, everything else is local browser, Internet Explorer into the companies. I mean, nothing. there's really no... There are two people in the agency needed 
software locally some and and they were very small um rating software that that they're just stuck in the you know 1980s age of you know non-web-based rating yet so so but here's the deal you know you think okay well gosh cliff that doesn't sound too difficult it sounds to me like that just be one afternoon what in the world did it would it take you one afternoon an entire day the next day and the next morning to install those things well let me explain well, first, you go into Best Buy, you bring those things home, and you have to open them all up, and you have to uninstall Norton Antivirus. Ugh. You have to uninstall the Best Buy Advertisement Startup Program. Oh, double ah! Oh. You have to uninstall the touchscreen interface because Ugh. they're touchscreen monitors. Uh, you, I mean, I just had to go in and just I spent most of like 40, maybe 45 minutes just uninstalling things before I could do anything. Uh, that is so annoying. It is so annoying. And then, of course, I have to download and install AVG antivirus, you know, free antivirus. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you uh, what what do you use? And I know this is not the Windows show, but what do you use? You use that AVG? Yeah, AVG free. So just go free dot. I don't yeah. know. Just just type in a free AVG antivirus and it pulls up. But anyway, I installed the free antivirus forum. And then once I had all that, then it's, you know, okay, now I need to in- install the the remote desktop com- connection, which, you know, that went pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Configuring their printer drivers and, and, and all this. But, you know, it, it just takes forever. And now it's it's like they're going from windows xp to windows 7 which i I do want to say this okay what made me switch at microsoft is who convinced me to switch to mac and they did it by introducing vista (laughs) okay vista is the i mean there vista is our modern age windows me Okay, that that that's exactly what it is. It's a piece yeah. of crap software that never worked right. And 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 I I'll tell you what when I, when I played with Vista, I'm like, listen, I will never use Vista. And if I ever have to touch a machine, <laughs> it's Windows XP only. And I mean, like, seriously, anybody who ever buys a machine that's a, has to be Windows, I say, listen, you buy XP or else I don't help. Windows 7 is good, though. Windows 7, I am going to say it, and I'm even saying it here on the Help I Got a Mac program. Windows 7 looks snazzy. I like it. I actually do like it. It's not bad. If you have to use Windows. If you have to use Windows, Windows 7 is not that bad. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Now, the thing is, is in the hands of the, of the four individuals that I put those machines into, it is very bad. Because yeah. they, I, I am not kidding you. I went to lunch. I, I, I set a computer on my sister's desk. I went to lunch. I came back and I wanted to do one more thing. I load up Chrome and guess what happened? Why, you know, I was only gone for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I walked away for 30 minutes and there's already a coupon toolbar installed in Chrome. <laughs> I'm like, what in the heck? <laughs> and she goes, oh, I, she goes, I have to install that because I print my coupons for Kroger for, and they have to install that software. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else do you have to sign up for? What else? You know, and they're, they're going to get so much spyware, malware, crapware. 
I mean, their, their, their systems are blazing fast right now. And, right. and in three months, they're going to be crawling. I bet. They're going to be so weighed down with malware. And I'm going to uh, refer them to my good friend, Jeremy, who works with Nerds on Site, and, and say, hey, you need to create an account with this guy, and he'll help you keep these machines clean and running smoothly. <laughs> there you go, man. We don't, <laughs> I don't need that. So, What's that? Nerds on site. No, you don't. That's because you don't have a Windows system. It's true. But that anyway, true. I, you know, the thing is, is I, I, I share that for two things. Number one, I am so thankful I'm not a Windows user. And number two, <laughs> if I was a Windows user, I think that I could really dig Windows XP. Or I'm sorry, Windows 7. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. It, um, it's not. Yeah. I think I, think I could operate a Windows seven machine virus free for several years at a time. Yeah, I, I, I am quite confident if I had a windows machine, it would, they would never have any problems. Yeah. Now <laughs> I will say that my, you know, my mom's kind of clueless when it comes to these, these pop-ups are all over the place for security, which is good. I think that's great. Except for the fact that, you know, she has no idea how to tell a, a good pop-up from a, a fake pop-up that's trying to get you to install malware, you know, and so she clicks on something. It's like, there's a little button down at the bottom. It says, do you want to save this file or do you want to run this file? And she clicks download. She's clicks save. And it's like, now do you want to open it? And, and it's just those things. She's going to get so used to seeing those things and she's going to have to hit those buttons all the time. And then all of a sudden she's going to randomly be searching somewhere on a, on the web and she's going to pull up a malicious site. It's going to have a mm-hmm. button. It's going to have a button. that's going to look exactly like what she's been conditioned to push every single day. And because it pops up every day when she's doing random un- routine tasks, she's just going to click the button. I agree. And you know what they say in the TV show Lo- lost? Don't push the button. The button is bad. <laughs> But wow. It, okay. It, anyway, so seriously, I, I mean, it, for me, it was it, it was a, it was a it was a walk back into the past, and in a way, I, I am kind of excited for them. You know that they got some faster systems. I I've been very 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 anti Windows a lot lately, and I just I, I think that I'll probably be a little bit more lenient to people who have Windows Seven because it's not that bad, and uh, and I'm still <laughs> glad that I don't personally have to you know, defile my mind every day with it. So, oh man, I remember when I, when I, uh, when I invited you into the fold, I know. And I said, uh, enjoy the smugness or whatever. Yep. I am. I'm, I'm a smug person. (laughs) Things have changed. My friend, things have changed and, and, and I'm thankful. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I want to say this. I'm very blessed that I live in a world that does not require Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I am, you know, my sister's like, she goes, now I want to be able to, I've got a, I've got a, a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you need to talk to some geeky yeah. friends. I mean, seriously, come on. You've got a Mac at home. All right. Let me show you how to use key- keynote. Uh, anyway. So I agree. I, uh, I've I been did- lucky enough to have a job where I, for the past, let's see, 2006, five. 2005 for the past six years or so I've not had to use a windows machine. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what it feels like? It feels like I've just completed community service. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's what it feels like. Because I did. I, I performed service. It, hel- it helped benefit people. And, and, and it, but it, it was just as pleasant as, as being required to do community service of some sort. Understood. All righty. Hey, uh, what do we got going on in the world of Apple? Let's talk about some real computers here. <laughs> All right. The first thing we got is, this is a rumor, but I thought it was interesting. Apple reportedly readying replay service for streaming iTunes purchase history. According to AppDevice, Apple may be prepping a new re-downloading and streaming service called iTunes Replay. The service will let you re-download, select movies and TV shows from iTunes, and stream that content to a variety of iOS devices. The Replay service will supposedly let you access shows you purchased as far back as 2009 and will stream them to your Apple TV and iOS devices. Similar to Amazon Unbox, the number of downloads may vary from clip to clip and may be limited in number. So, uh... Yeah, it looks and, and there's another rumor that goes along with this that I didn't put in that that Apple may have in place a uh, a service like Netflix, kind of like an all you can eat thing. Yeah. So if they if they get the right content, because that's really I love Netflix. I love Netflix streaming, and um, <clears throat> the problem is the movie selection's okay. You know, there's a lot of good documentaries and stuff like that. But if I can get really, really good movies and stuff and TV shows for all I can eat on Apple and it costs the same or, or you know, 10 bucks or whatever, yeah. I'll switch. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm, I've got my Roku box and I have uh, been enjoying my Netflix account so much more as a result of it because Do you have the, the Roku? the Roku 2? No, I got it a week before it came out. Oh, shoot. I know. I'm thinking about getting a Roku 2. I think they're really cool and the price is right. So, Well, I, even my Roku, my original Roku is amazing. It's it's absolutely awesome. It's, it's I'm watching Netflix in HD now and I'm totally, my wife and I are almost finished with season 7 of 24. We have three hours left. Cool. And uh, I am addicted to Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> I've completed all of season. I've completed all of season one and I'm watching uh, via um, DVR locally. I'm watching the current season that they're doing right now each Sunday after after it airs on Sunday each week. Um, so I'm I've got season one down and whatever season this is. So I've still got like, I don't know, four or five, maybe six more seasons of Ice Road Truckers to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to keep I- me busy for a while. Yeah, I, I just now started getting, since I work in the ad industry, right, I uh, just started watching Mad Men, and they've got all four seasons of Mad Men on streaming now, which is good because the season five starts next year. So I've been catching up on that, and I, I think I've watched three or four episodes now, and it's just like, it's my wife and I, you know, we got all the work done, putting, you know, working on the nursery and stuff this weekend, and we sat down, and I'm like, let's watch an episode of Mad Men. She's like, okay. Got done. She's like, let's watch another one. I'm like, okay. Right. She's like, you want to watch one more? I said, yes. So, you know, that was a good almost, you know, two and a half, two hours or so that we spent watching this TV show that we've never watched before. I've heard good things about, and now we can get caught up because there's like 50 episodes. That's awesome. It is awesome. And I hope more networks do that as you using Netflix as a promotional tool to kind of build, you know, once, once I get all these caught up, as soon as the next season of Mad Men comes on, I'm going to tape or you know, DVR it or watch it faithfully that new season so check i don't know the, check this out i'm looking here at apple's new tv deals creates bigger cloud apple has moved uh, more media into the cloud thanks to deals with tv industry the post learned 
Uh, the t- Cupertino company uh, yesterday explained its cloud services, blah, blah, blah. iTunes, uh, actually, let me get down to here. It says Apple announced its new cloud service in June, but only after tough negotiations with music industry were completed. A number of insiders at Apple said had uh, said Apple had an easier time dealing with the TV industry because piracy concerns are not an issue uh, with the TV studios. The only shows stored in the cloud are ones that were bought through Apple. The deal with the TV industry was uh, was just completed. And check this out. It says all of the major TV providers signed agreements with Apple to permit this new offering. An mm. industry source told the Post yesterday. Now, I don't know what that means. All of the major TV providers. But I can only assume... When you say all the major TV providers, that means Fox, ABC, CBS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, NBC. And NBC. So that, those are major. And then I would assume that all the major TV providers would also include things like BBC America. It would include, you know, HBO, you know, some of those other things. So this is exciting stuff. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it was one of those things, like there's certain channels, obviously all the networks. Um, maybe not the CW. Who knows? My wife might watch one show on the CW. But if I can get, you know, a handful of channels, AMC for sure, maybe Discover Channel, maybe Lifetime, because my wife watches a couple shows in there, maybe Bravo. If I can get a handful of channels, like 10, and then the networks, I would cancel cable in a nanosecond. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen because of that very reason. I mean, cable, the cable companies are scared to death of Apple doing this. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I'm I'm one step. Cl- the Roku has got me one step closer to cutting the cable. That uh, new I, Roku two box is really really cool. For those who don't know, kind of explain what the Roku is for those who may not know. It's just a little tiny set set top box. It's not unlike the Apple T- the new Apple TV mm-hmm. uh, because it is all streaming. Uh, and if you get the right one, it's HDMI straight to your television. And um, basically, you have channels. They, they actually do these things called channels. And so there's the Netflix channel, which basically puts Netflix on my Roku box. And it streams Netflix uh, in a really great user interface, by the way. And, and it pauses and restores right where you left off. Um, I, also, I have Amazon Video On Demand. And as an Amazon Prime subscriber, because I pay for the you know free shipping, two-day shipping uh, right, plan. Right, right. I, I get tons of free TV and movie content there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yep. So that's that's free. They have Hulu Plus on there. I, now, I don't pay for Hulu Plus yet, um, but I would, you know what, if, if I would be willing to pay for Hulu Plus and Netflix and one-off TV shows uh, with Apple, if they have all major networks. Could still be cheaper than cable. And it would still be cheaper than my Dish Network. Yeah. And so I, I'm... I'm pretty sure Dish Network is going to be gone before too long because I'm not at a place anymore where I feel like I need to watch shows the night that they're on. I'm totally cool with it next day or even being a week behind. I mean, we're watching last night. We watched an episode of Warehouse 13 from this. Is that sci-fi channel? I love that show. It's an awesome show. And I missed I missed this week's and last week's show. Yeah, so did I. And so last night we watched last week's and tonight we're going to watch this week. So, I mean, it, getting that on a Roku or an Apple or an Amazon or or a Hulu or whatever, it doesn't matter to us. Yeah. So. And 
it was funny when I bought my because I've got the new Apple TV. And when I bought it, I had the Roku in because I, I was going to say, you know, the, the, they're both the same price, about 100 bucks if you get the high-end version of the Roku box. And uh, the Apple TV is $99. <clears throat> and I hand them both in my cart and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, there's going to be some kind of iOS integration. So I decided to get the, uh, the Apple TV. Yeah. And now, you know, they're going to have wireless um, mirroring with the iPad too. So I'm, I'm glad I got the Apple TV, but I'll tell you what, the Roku two seems really, really compelling. It's got angry, it's got angry birds on it, which is mm-hmm. kind of funny. It's got a motion based controller like remote. Yes. So that I, I can really see, you know, casual gaming kind of come out from this. Apparently it's got a really nice processor and video card chip thing in it. Um, but yeah, what's cool about the Roku versus the Apple TV, it does offer a lot more streaming choices. You know, it's got Netflix, of course, but it also has Amazon Unbox. And uh, of course, you know, things like Twit. And uh, it's got UFC and Major League Baseball and NBA and I think NHL. So if you're a sports fan, it's a no-brainer to get the Roku box. And check this out. My, my best friend and prayer uh, partner for 13 years now, Robert Johnson, lives down in Florida, Longwood, Florida. And uh, he goes to this church called Northland uh, and Northland Christian Church. We've been we've we've attended online church services from our computer's desktop before. And Hmm. they actually have a they have a Roku channel so you can watch live as they're doing their worship service or you can watch their archived HD uh, rebroadcast of their services. And I mean, they're it's it's fascinating. It's 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 amazing. That's cool, man. Yeah, and Roku's really kind of open to like you know adding new channels and things like that. So I'm sure we'll see more stuff like that. And they're kind of hacker friendly. So yeah, and the other thing about uh, Roku as well is that um, they're very podcaster friendly as well because they have anything anything you can get. There's an iTunes channel, so any any podcast that's in iTunes, audio or video, you can actually uh, watch or listen to on the Roku. Uh, everything in the iTunes library. And you can also, I think, Blueberry, um, which is a podcasting network, they have a channel as well. And there's cool. a couple other there's a couple other podcast networks that are, you know, that have themselves listed in the Roku. So I'm very happy with my Roku. Um, you know, with some of the functionality and the features in the Apple TV, I, I see myself probably having one of those in the very near future as well. So um, I, I see, I see room in, on my TV. I mean, these things are the size of a hockey puck. I mean, so come on. So they'll, they'll definitely fit. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Hey, uh, Skype for the iPad. Do you hear yeah. about this? Yeah, I actually, it's, it, I clicked on it this morning to download it on my computer. So it's probably on my iPad right now because you know, with iCloud, you can, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but cool. You know, I have it on my phone. I very rarely use it, but I could totally see me doing this. Uh, you know, talk. My my brother's got uh, an iPad, so I can talk to him now. You know, it. The nice thing about it is it works over three G. So yes, you don't have to worry about being in a Wi Fi spot. So if yep. you're if you've got a three G card in your iPad, yeah, you can use Skype now, which is pretty cool. Very cool. And of course, I only have the original iPad, so I don't have the cameras. But this has got me really excited. Having Skype with video has me really excited for iPad 3. So we'll Yeah, which is rumored. There's I'm hearing still rumors maybe this year. Yeah. You know, maybe m- most definitely at least next year early. Yeah. So 
I, yeah, I, I, I love my iPad too. It's yeah. fantastical. I w- super fast. I want I want your iPad with HD camera in front and back. Okay. That's what I want. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. All right. So let's see here. What? Oh, by the way, real quick. I installed Lion on my MacBook Air. Nice. And? I like it. It's pretty cool, isn't it? The, the scrolling is weird, but you can turn it off. You know what? It's weird. It's not weird. Actually, it. No, once you use it with your trackpad, it's like, hmm, this makes sense. Yeah. Well, what's weird is that it's not weird for me at all because I have my 27 inch and most of the time my MacBook Air is right next to it. And sometimes I'll go back and forth between the two and I don't even have to think about it. It's just like occasionally it's if it's been a while, I'll sit there and I'll try to scroll the other way. And it's like, oh, no, on this one, I scroll down. So it's it's a no brainer. I mean, it does. It didn't take any time for me to get used to the different scrolling. Mm-hmm. So and for those that don't know this, what we're talking about is in Lion when you're on a page where you normally scroll up or scroll down. You're now swipe. You're swiping your fingers or scrolling in the opposite direction. So normally, to scroll down a, a web page, you would actually drag your fingers down to scroll down. But now you drag your fingers up to pull the page up. Yeah, seems weird until you use it, especially on a trackpad. It's completely natural, I think. Yeah. And what's cool is, um, you know the 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 official Twitter app for the uh, for Mac. Yes. Uh, there's a feature in it that you can do a pull down refresh just like on the iPhone. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like one of those that they didn't tell anybody and I did it accidentally. And I'm like, whoa, hey, cool. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm glad you got line. I love it. And what's cool is now that you bought it when you decide to upgrade, you know, any of the other machines, just a quick install yep. on with the uh, either the app store or you can burn it to a, a thumb drive and you're good to go. Yeah, I've got it on my thumb drive here and I went over to put it on my Mac mini because last week, remember, I confirmed it's a core two duo. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it said, I'm sorry, we require at least two gigs of RAM for oh, <laughs> for, for uh, this. And it's only got my, I confirmed my Mac mini's only got one gig. So well, you can, you can upgrade more RAM in that pretty cheaply. Yep. So. And that's what I wanted to ask you this week. So I, Hey, I need to upgrade my RAM in my Mac mini. Where should I go, Chris? A lot of, there's a lot of people who don't like this site, but I've always had good luck with a company called Otherworld Computing. Okay. It's uh, MacSales.com, and I think you got your RAM for your iMac from these people. That sounds... I couldn't remember where it was, and now that you say it, that's exactly where I got it. So MacSales.com. Yep. We'll All right. Go to the Mac Mini here. All right. So I'm looking... So I go to the Mac Mini over here. Where? Okay. Is that the Mac Mini? Okay. So I click on the Mac Mini image Uh and how do i know which one i have i'm assuming you've got 2007 or 2008 and it tells you where do i find this and you go to the to um the apple logo and then go to about this mac Uh uh-huh and then um when you click on more info Mm -hmm. there's an area under hardware that says model identifier Uh uh-huh and it should say Mac Mini like two comma one or something like that okay can i put this on pause for one second and go look real quick Sure. All right. Hold on one second. And I'm back. Okay. So I got two comma one. Okay. All right. So, so I, you, uh, I see it there. So upgrades. So right here it says, um, two th- so I have a 2007 and 2008 model mm-hmm. and add up to four gigabytes of memory. Um, let's see. So if I, it says upgrades up to four gigabytes, two gig kits from 34.99. So that's what I'm going to click. 
So I'm clicking that now. You can get four gigs for 60 bucks. Well, that's where I, isn't that what I just did? I don't know. Did you? I don't know. I thought I did. The okay, two so gig upgrade, upgrade kit is two one gig chips. Oh, okay. So the four gig upgrade kit is $59.99. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. You're like Leo Laporte. Now you just buy things. Well, you know, if it, it helps me do my business, you know, that's, it's important. Try to tell my wife that she just puts a smack down on me. And let's see here. So, uh, you know what? Secure checkout. Actually, check out with Amazon. Check that out. Love the Amazon. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm upgrading and I assume this will be pretty easy for me to do. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll trust you. Well, you need, you need a, a putty knife. I, I can get a putty knife. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty easy. If you go to ifixit.com, it'll tell you how to do it. All right. And, and they may even have... Uh, Upgrade guides on other world computing. I'm sure they do. Let's see. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. And, and I'm just going to take the shipping. Oh, out. yeah. If you can scroll me down, it says free do-it-yourself installation videos. No oh, very cool. Then absolutely. I will. Uh, let's see here. I'm just going to do just the cheap because I don't. I mean, wait, wait a sec. Yeah, because it's not going to get here by tomorrow morning anyway. So I'm just going to do the cheap um, shipping and uh, use that credit card. Did you receive assistance and click I agree and then place my order. So my order is placed. I am now uh, waiting on four gigs of RAM for my Mac mini to show. Sweet, dude. All right. So, oh, there's my confirmation number. Check it out. (laughs) Excellent. Love it. All right. So uh, very good. That was easy. So, so that's what, and that's what I remembered liking. Cause I actually went to like crucial.com and, and all this other stuff. And, and I remember it being this easy for me to figure out exactly which one of these Ram sticks I need. Yeah. They're it's, I, I like them. I've always, I've never had an issue with, I've had friends of mine who have had issues with them, but whatever, you know, it's uh, other world computing has been around since 1998 or 1988. So all right, and I'm putting this in the show notes. Buying RAM upgrades from MacSales.com. I love it. Yeah, I bought back in the day. I bought. I had a a a um a four hundred megahertz uh, G four uh, power Mac. Right, mm-hmm. it was a the Sawtooth is what it was called. Right, and from Mac Sales, I bought a a. a dual processor. So it had two processors. It was a 1.2 gigahertz G4 uh, chip for it. And man, it made it so much faster. It was awesome. Yeah. I, well, I'm excited because this machine's been so doggone slow and, and everything else. And, you know, as soon as I get Lion on there, uh, I still need to upgrade the family computer upstairs to Lion. That won't take, you know, I, I'll eventually get around to that. And I, I'm still going to wait on my production machine here. I, I, I think I'm going to wait on upgrading it to Lion probably until maybe the, let's see, what is this? This is August, probably until October or November. Here's what's funny. If, if you still need to get a 1.8 gigahertz G4 dual, dual processor upgrade card, yeah. you can still get them from a company called Newer Tech. It's $379. Yeah. I'd recommend taking the $379 and buying a Mac mini. <laughs> yeah. Or putting it towards the purchase of a Mac mini. Exactly. So excellent. 
Well, anyway, I got that out of the way. I'm so glad we do this show. This, this, you know, this is the reason why the show was originally called Help. I got a Mac. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I can help you spend your money, Cliff. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I like it. partying you with your money. Exactly. All right. So let's see here. iCloud storage prices and more. De- okay. So they basically they released iCloud to developers. Yep. The beta is out now All and right. it's a set of web apps. So there's a, a whole new mail, iCal, address book, all that kind of stuff. Do you happen to know anybody that might have access to see what these things look like, Chris? <sighs> I don't. Really? Well, I probably do, but okay. I, yeah, I, I don't have it. I don't have an account to do it. Okay. Because you need you needed to like, uh, I get the developer iOS builds because mm-hmm. you can add phones to a developer account. Oh, okay. So that developer account can log in, but I can't like they can't make my account about av- available to log in. But there, there's screenshots on MacStories.net. You can see what it looks like. Cool. But yeah, uh, iCloud, uh, for those who don't know, iCloud will, will be completely free and it'll come with five gigs of storage, which you can use if you have iWork and things like that. It, you can store documents up there. Uh, you can also store, store music on there. It, it, but, and what's cool though is the music won't count against your iCloud storage. Right. Yeah, iCloud can back up purchased music, apps and books, photos and video in the camera roll, uh, device settings, app data, which is cool. Device settings and app data so you know it'll back a lot up. So if you get a new phone or if you have to restore your phone, uh, when you when you log back in with your Apple ID and download your stuff, it'll it'll sync all your app data and settings and stuff. Um, it also stores your home screen and app organization, your text and MMS messages, and your ringtones. And um, but as Apple announced in June, not all of these features will eat up your five gig account. Uh, only mail, documents, camera roll, account information, settings, and other app data count against your five gigs. And right now I'm using about 600 megs or so on iCloud, according to my phone. Um, they, they feel like the free five gig storage will be a, uh, enough for most of the average users. But if you need to uh, get more they, with this beta program, they unveiled, unveiled uh, new pricing for additional cloud storage. And uh, the new cloud storage upgrade options more than double MobileMe's old disk plan, which offered 20 gigs for $99 a year. The new upgrade plans have three tiers, uh, 10 gigabytes for $20 a year, which gives you 15 gigs total, uh, 20 gigabytes for $40 a year, which is 25 gigs total, and then 50 gigs uh, for $100 a year, which is 55 gigs. And all these are cheaper than Dropbox. Yep. Uh, now, I don't know, don't know yet if... If it'll if you'll have a Dropbox like file access, kind of like with MobileMe and iDisk right now, you can kind of go to it and find her and drag and drop things into there. Yeah. No word yet if it if it's that way with iCloud yet. Right. Hey, talking about dragging and dropping and stuff like that, you know, now that Lion's out, have you played with AirDrop at all? I haven't. It's fantastic. Is it? It's painless. Like a guy at work and myself both have Lion, and he's like, "Hey, can you send that to me? We'll use AirDrop." I'm like, "Okay." So. I fired up AirDrop and all of a sudden I see his little, you know, circle profile picture come in and I'm like, all right. And I took the file off my desktop and dragged it on top of that. He accepted it. Boom, done. No setup, no nothing. It was encrypted and it was fast. It was, it was painless, just like the way Apple does it. Awesome. That is very cool. That's how it should be, man. You don't have to like set up file sharing or anything lame like that. You just see the computer. You guys say, yup, we're cool. Drop it in there. Done. It's it's just the way Apple does things, man. You know. Yeah, I do know. I do. <laughs> All right. So iTunes Replay, that's the same thing that you were talking about, right? I just put it in probably earlier this week myself. 
Yes. All right. So I can mark that done. All right. Chrome one three is ready to go. Or thirteen. Chrome thirteen. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was a one point three or thirteen. <sighs> so, yeah, Chrome Chrome thirteen is stable and ready to go. So if you've got Chrome, uh huh, you probably already have it. If you go to about Chrome uh, and you check, it says, you know, for me, it says your Google Chrome is up to date with 13.0.782.107. Mine says Google Chrome is out of date because it hasn't been relaunched in a while. Oh. The update <laughs> is available and will be applied as soon as you relaunch. So I'm going to click the relaunch button. Yeah, see, most of the time I close out Chrome, you know, and turn off my laptop and stuff. So yeah. if, if you, if you, if you, Close out Chrome, you know, restart your computer, do any of that kind of stuff and restart Chrome back up. It'll automatically download the update. Um, and what's cool is an, um, the new version formally adopts instant pages and, and uh, potentially speeds up search. And what it does is it aggressively pre-caches likely searches on Google, such as the top result. And, and it can, it's funny, man. Like you do a search for something, mm -hmm. it automatically kind of preloads that site in the background. So when you click on it, it just, it just comes up like that. All right. It's crazy. Crazy. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to Google and I'm going to search for, oh, let's search for Microsoft. All right. And so, and it only preloads the first page, right? Right. All right. So I'm clicking on the very first result that's not sponsored. And yeah, it was pretty much instantly there. Yeah. And that's because it was already loaded in the background. Yeah, or loading. Or loading. Now, the new version also gives print previewing to regular users. Uh, both Linux and Windows users can now see what the image will look like formatted. Uh, Mac users will get the feature as well, but have to hold tight, according to software Google engineer uh, Timbo Burkhardt. So that's coming soon for Mac users. Uh, Chrome's all-encompassing address and search bar rounds out the core editions and should be more precise for searching the browser history. And... Uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, a beta of, of Chrome 14 will be out in a couple of weeks and a finished version around six weeks. So uh, Google's really, really fast on, on versioning uh, Chrome. So I, I don't know about you. I, uh, I was one of those guys that when Chrome first came out, I got it on the Mac. This was when it was called Chromium. This was 2008, 2009, 2008. And I was like, because it was kind of Windows looking still. Yep. Uh, I switched to Chrome full-time, I don't know, two years ago or so, and I've never looked back. Yeah. It's, I, just, it's just the best browser, period. Yeah. The, I have been fully Chrome for, as soon as it actually became Chrome instead of Chromium. Mm -hmm. The only thing I, I still use uh, Firefox for, honestly, is uh, for Firebug, which is a little like CSS tool that I, I, I know it's built, certain dev tools are built in the Chrome and Safari. Uh, but I just like Firebug, and I just still use it on Firefox. That's the only time I I, I knock the cobwebs off of uh, yeah. Firefox. I think you know I can't even remember the last time I look. You know what I load? Actually, I do. I load up Firefox to look at RSS feed previews. <laughs> That's it's it's an RSS. It look it basically does the auto formatting of an RSS feed and it does a really good job of showing media enclosures. So that's the gotcha. only thing I use Firefox for. And the only thing I use Safari for is because I sometimes need to log into Gmail or something of that nature and 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 I don't want to un I don't want to log out of my Google Apps account. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I'll be doing that anymore. You know why? <laughs> why? Be because I heard somebody who was talking about the whole Google apps versus Gmail and the whole, you know, buzz and, and Google plus deal. 
And she yeah. goes, you know, and what I do is I just open up a new incognito window. And I'm Oh, yeah. Why I, didn't I think about that? I think I heard Veronica Belmont say Yes, that. it was Veronica Belmont. She's it's like, dude, I never even thought of doing that. Now, I use an extension um, on Gmail and I'm trying to remember what it's called here. Let bring up my extensions here. It's called Account Switcher for Google Mail Accounts. Yeah, I don't. I, I, you know what? I have all the fast user switching and all that other stuff. I hate it. I had, I went in and turned it all off. Oh, no, no. This, this is just an extension. It just all does is log you out and log you in real fast. Yeah, I don't even like those. Cause what happened, here's what happens. I, I have, I have, um, two pin tabs, or actually I have a bunch of pin tabs that are always open, but my mail and calendar are open at all times. Actually, three. Oh, okay. Mail, calendar, and Google Docs, and a specifically one spreadsheet. Yeah. All right, and those three things are open all the time, and if I do a quick login, log out, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, let me go look at my calendar to see if that works, and you're like... Wait a second. That's not my calendar. That's the that's this calendar. That's the Gmail calendar. You know, an incognito window is brilliant. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to st- anytime I need to log into something that's Gmail based, I'm just going to do incognito. Very All right. cool. And I, th- I think Veronica Bellamont for uh, bringing that up to my attention. I love Veronica. She's very cool. She is cool. All right. iPhone 5 and simplified iPhone 4 both do out this fall. So says certain reports. Yeah. Sorry about that. I was on another screen sending out Spotify invites. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah. Apple plans, according to, this, uh, according to a new report, Apple plans to launch two new iPhone models this fall, an iPhone 5 and a simplified iPhone 4. Uh, Brian White cites a Chinese language report from Shu.com stating that Apple and China Telecom have reached, re- reached, pl- <laughs> reached primary agreements. And uh, the two distinct iPhone models beginning as early as October, an iPhone 5 and a retooled, less expensive iPhone 4. According to White, the iPhone 4 model could be, quote, a more economical version of the iPhone to target a broader customer base in developing countries like China. Uh, rumor is it's going to be like um, plastic. Right. But I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Who cares? <laughs> it could be two new, two new phones out. Yeah. I can't upgrade yet until November anyway, so... Yeah, I probably am stuck in until November as well. I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I You know what? I, I'm not even sure that I, I I could care less at this point because I'm still so happy with my iPhone 4. You know, yeah, I, I agree. I wonder if that'll change the day that I see what the iPhone 5 has. Yeah, it's got to have like... If it's got a little bit bigger screen and like dual core, yeah. then, I, then I might be all about it. Because yeah. I wouldn't, I, I honestly wouldn't mind having a little bit bigger, maybe like a four point three. Because I've held some of those four point threes; they're big, but man, it's nice to use that screen. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know. But and of course, I just got my my Mophie juice pack not too long ago. So, oh yeah, you love would, that thing. I do love it. I use it all the time. <laughs> use it all the time. All right. So next up in our story lineup here, um, I found a great article. It talked about how to change the background image of mission control and dashboard in your OS OS Lion. So if anybody is not liking the little, you know, yeah, the, it's got a the launch pad has a um, or yeah, launch pad, right? Launch pad. Yeah. Launch pad and mission control. I'm sorry. Mission control is what I was thinking of. Yeah. They, they have a, like a linen background. It's kind of is what people are calling it. Linen. Oh, which, okay. Personally, I think it looks nice. 
it looks it, i mean it's not bad i have matter of fact i i wasn't out looking for how to switch this i just saw somebody else tweet it and i'm like hey that looks cool and then some people don't like the um the widget the the dashboard background which is kind of like little rivets which yeah the I, rivets I, is not that great looking no nah, it's pretty gross i'm kind of indifferent to it but i i like the uh the other one yeah but go ahead carry no. on away words uh, so. no i di- i just want to say if 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 you wanted to customize it uh, you can now do so, and there's instructions on how to do that uh, in our show notes for episode, what is this, 175 of Help I Got a Mac? Just go to helpigotamac.com. Yes, do it. Very cool. How about that for an entire show, Chris? We Gosh, we, man, 44 minutes went by really fast. It's good, man. We uh, We did good. We did good. Hey, I want to put out an announcement. I'll probably mention this a couple times between now and the, well, for a month and a half now, or actually another two months. But anyway, uh, September 30th, if you happen to be in the Chicago area, I am going to be hosting a meetup in downtown Chicago. I'm going actually co-hosting a meetup with uh, my good friend, Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com. And uh, if so if you're going to be in the Chicago area or around the Chicago area, I encourage you to come out to the meetup. It's going to be Friday, September 30th. And you can get more information at gspn.tv forward slash Chicago meetup, which will take you to a Facebook event page where you can RSVP. Very cool stuff. And uh, Chris, anything else you want to plug, man? Spotify. Spotify all needs to be said if you're on spotify find me on the facebooks be my friend we'll share songs i'm working on the greatest playlist from the greatest time in music which was the the, the early 90s awesome i'm calling it faded flannel faded flannel so if you want to hear some of the best music from the northwest hit me up on the spotify's and i don't know about you i just got spotify premium and holy cow this is awesome yeah, it is. The only thing is, is I need they need a Spotify Premium Family Edition. So that, they do. Spotify, get on that. Yeah, they do because uh, every time my kids fire up Spotify on the phone, it pauses mine, and and it, and it's funny because it's like instantaneous as soon as you hit the play button. So so Megan and I were playing around. I would hit I would hit play and it would pause her, and she would hit play and it pause me, and we were just going back and forth, pausing each other. Yeah, I think. It's Get Satisfaction, S-A-T-I. Oh, yeah. Do they have a Get Satisfaction page? I think I am going right now. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I don't have it. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see. Get Satisfaction. Mumbling to myself. Get Satisfaction. Spotify. Yeah, they do. GetSatisfaction.com slash Spotify. Awesome. Well, and, uh, yeah, people are asking for um, family. Very family. cool. Yeah. Hey, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow Chris at twitter.com slash biting, B-E-I-T-I-N-G. You can follow yes. me at uh, twitter.com slash G-S-P-N. And my friends, we will be back again next week with more Apple goodness. Until then, we encourage you to join the community. Peace. Yes.